Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to The Breakfast Show on Faith FM, 87.6, 87.8 or 88, right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. Positively different radio in the morning. You're with the Double L Team, Lyle and... Lawson! Lawson, how was your weekend? Oh, let's see. My weekend was great. You know, just classic, like, went to church. We had a relationship seminar on Saturday afternoon. Oh, this would have been valuable for yeah, you. Yeah, it was, it was by, you know, Matt Parra came and spoke. You, uh, might, you may now have some hope. Yeah, some, maybe maybe not, though. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe it just identified everything that's wrong with me and why. No, no, I'm just joking. No, it was, it was, it was really good. It was, uh, like, really valuable stuff. Actually, so Lawson, Lawson, in case you're wondering, Lawson's single. Yes. His phone number is. <laughs> <laughs> if you know anyone, give us a call. No, no, no. Oh, it was, it was great. And then, and then just the classic hanging out with people. I went to the Asian grocery yesterday here in Newcastle. We have this one called Con Mart that is so legit, and I spent so much money there. And yeah, because like all I eat now is honestly just like rice and seaweed. You've yeah. just become, you've just become, just culturally Asian. Culturally Asian. Culturally yeah. Asian. Because it's easy. It's so good. Lol. Get in. Get in. Well, Come you on. kind of. I mean, hey, Australia geographically is Asian. Is, is in Asia. Why do we eat like? Bangers and mash and spaghetti bolognese. We should be eating soy sauce and fried rice. Like, this is, this is the way forward for us. Well, it's kind of got something to do with our heritage, I think, somewhere <laughs> along the line. What but are you grateful for I, this I think what, I think, I think what I do observe is in, in, in your change is a change that is taking place in Australia, uh, particularly in our larger cities, where we're getting a lot of Asian influence and we're becoming more 100%. Asian. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not opposed to it. I like Asian food. It's amazing. I had an incredible weekend. <laughs> Let's go. Uh, I was up in Queensland with my wife, Shell, and I were up in Queensland with our son and he, for his engagement party. He's getting married, married in a month. And it was, yeah, just absolutely amazing. So big shout out to Harley and Eliza. Oh, that's so, so good. You're listening to The Breakfast Show podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. Uh, what was the, what was we're going to have our resident foodie going to join us uh, later on in the show to yes. talk about good health, oh, uh, Camilla so Scaff, good. so that's going yeah. to be fantastic. Uh, looking forward to that mm. interview. But yeah, so a this... bit, bit of a theme happening here mm-hmm. this morning. But the, yeah, this thing was compared to good advice. That's actually at Camilla's. Oh, by the way, I should oh, say oh, that... Oh, okay, okay, okay. I should say, um, I should say that we usually do quizzes of our own mm-hmm. when we have... Uh, our own presentations coming up mm-hmm. uh, later in the week. And I just wanted to say that at the end of this week, as in on Friday this week, I've mm-hmm. got a whole series coming up at Logan Reserve Church in Queensland. Oh, let's go. Yes. That's a kind series of- on Belteshazzar, Babylon's oh. Grand Vizier. You, da- I'm going da- to da- da- be up there for a week. Yeah. Yes. Awesome. Yes. That's that's the best news I've ever heard. You're going to be away for a week. <laughs> wow, I know what I'm grateful for today. <laughs> no, we will miss you. <laughs> okay, so for all of the Queensland listeners, uh, anybody from the Gold Coast to Brisbane, anyone around there would uh, love to invite you on along to mm. Logan Reserve Adventist Church. Uh, come and join us there each evening uh, and also on Saturday mornings where we will be going through an amazing series. That sounds epic. I actually wish I could be there, dude. And for those out there listening, Lyle, Lyle is a bit of a... Because Belteshazzar, that's the uh, the Babylonian name for Daniel, and uh, Lyle's going to kill it. It's like... it's like, I, I would say it's probably one of the best topics you speak on. 
in my it's opinion. one of it's one of my favorite. I've got a few different favorites, mm. um, and I do really enjoy speaking on the on on the on the book of Daniel. Let's go, dude! All right, let's have a look at some good news. Let's do it. Okay, so yesterday, we, uh, not yesterday, last week, <laughs> last week we talked about the epic opportunity that we have to move faith to move Faith FM to Italy. Oh yes, we did too. Okay, so apparently this market of you know cheap. Remote it was places, like half price rent. Oh yeah, it was like two hundred euro a month, a month, a month. To, to to live to to rent your own <laughs> apartment. That with Sydney prices, dude, it's it's incredible. But it goes even further than Italy. Portugal is doing the same thing, but on an even grander scale. They have like a, they have a basically a small island uh, called Madeira, and yes. now Madeira for the last five years has been voted. The Europe's Europe's leading island destination for the last five years. It's I've Mad- heard of Madeira. I've Mad- never, never been there, but Madeira have, have and Portugal. Uh, no, I've never been there. I've been to Portugal a couple of times, yes. but I've never been to Madeira. But my point is, is that they have set up a village that is specifically geared towards remote online workers, where it's got like oh, incredible wow. high speed. It's this is this is the scenery, Lyle, right here. Don't, it's like it's like the ice, the islands. The Just ocean, do. the mountains. It's got everything. And, and then it's like that little... If you like little... mountains, you go there. If you, like, if you like islands, you go there. If you like the ocean, you go there. Go if you the, like the beach, you go, go there. there. It's all within like several hundred metres. And it's not like... And for beach lovers too, okay, beaches in Europe are the most disappointing thing ever because yes. on the Mediterranean... <laughs> fact. When you go <laughs> to the Mediterranean fact. side, there is literally no waves. It's like a giant lake. But this is on the Atlantic side, Lyle. These are some of the like most epic surfing beaches in the world. This is where I'm thinking colder water, though. Yeah, but because the Mediterranean just just sort of is a big pool, big puddle of warmer water. Mm. Yeah, it's colder water, but we have cold water in Australia, like. No, it's where a wetsuit. Yeah, exactly. That's my point. But I'm talking like this is like the best beach experience, the best island experience, right, the best. Right, you've got us all sold. Yeah, and it's also the best work experience. Like if you're an online remote worker, because they're like, oh, you know, we'll just install. What two we need to do here's what we need Ethernet. to do. We need to make this place the world center for digital evangelism. Yes, we do. Yes, we do, Lyle. I agree with you. All right, let's vote. We that. need to get on board All those with in favor. this. Yeah, yeah. I, I raise my hand right, as well. Voted in three. We, yeah, right. okay. I, I don't New know how binding that was, <laughs> but maybe it's just a pact Past. between you and us. <laughs> maybe Past. we'll just try really hard. <laughs> probably means that we'll be doing the breakfast show at three o'clock in the morning or something or other. <laughs> no, I think that I think the time difference isn't that bad. We should be all right. But yeah, essentially, this island is epic. Oh yeah. I was trying to say before, before you really spoke over the top of me. Now it's all good. Uh, I forgive you. But essentially, so we're saying, saying how like if you move to Italy, they have two gigabit, uh, sorry, one gigabit Ethernet over there, like which is like twenty times faster than what we have in Australia. Fiber to the plug in the wall. Yeah, exactly. They these guys have two gigabit in, in Ethernet. Ooh. That's that's like fifty times faster than the fastest internet in Australia, bro. I think that'd be fast enough for Faith FM. Yeah, hundred percent. Well. Think- a tad faster than Ethiopia. Yeah, if it, as long as it's faster than <laughs> Ethiopia, like we're good. We can have a live show. But yeah, basically, Lyle, this is epic, and and they're just setting this little village up, and it's awesome. And I I I don't know why I'm still living in Australia when there's all these other places I could go to. At the same time, uh, Portugal does have. Uh, we just need to find an island in Australia that is looking for an increase in population and income and economy, and do the same thing here. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's like, what would we pick? Like, say, maybe Kangaroo Island or... Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, maybe maybe King Island. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. You know, they, there's King Island. They're looking for industry. Or, okay. Flinders Island. Okay, the problem with Madeira is that, you know, it's part of Portugal. Right. And Portugal yes. has a pretty high COVID rate. Yes. But... Along with Italy. But check this out. Check this out. Mm. We've got an island right beside us that has a low COVID rate and good internet. It's called New Zealand, Lyle. <laughs> yes, but Australia has they have three times the COVID rate that Australia does. They, they have yes. three times the COVID rate that Tasmania does because they have three times population density. Anyways, let's move on. Uh, just another quick story. We don't need to keep bringing this up, Lyle. You're wrong. You're wrong. You are in every conceivable way. You are incorrect. Um, all right, I have another quick thing to talk about, Lyle. It's yes. it's. This solves our problem. Right. This solves all of our problems, Lyle. This next thing. So we've talked about how, like, amazing electric cars So you're going to talk about the second coming? No, no, no. Not quite. I'm going to talk about electric cars. Okay, the second coming is going to solve our problem. Yeah, yeah, but this also solves our problem, Lyle. We've talked about how much we want electric cars, but the problem is that they have... Because they have amazing torque, but the problem is is they have no range... Yes. And lithium-ion batteries are heavy. And we live in a big country that requires vehicles to have a yes. lot of range. Yes. Check this out. So they've been doing uh, just epic work in the universities, and they have essentially, they've, they've in, well, they've brought to a consumer capacity now, you know, in their prototypes in, in, in at Harvard, essentially, they've been doing this research. Um, not lithium-ion batteries, but lithium-metal batteries, Mm-hmm. which is like essentially lithium lithium metal solid state batteries they're like the creme de la creme of battery the only problem with it is that they tr- struggle to find stability but other than the stability issue they ha- you know they have a, f- a higher current rate higher density but basically this is a battery that can be charged in 20 minutes and have a range the same as gasoline cars like 700 800 900 kilometers an hour while this solves all our problems. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM. Positively different. All right, Lyle, what's happening around the world? Current news. Okay, so this is this is something I've been predicting for a while, uh, the trans versus uh, turf war. And it's interesting how it's come about. So uh, basically what you've got is woke versus woke mm. butting heads. Um, and... We've we've seen this coming particularly from the feminist uh, perspective because you have to ask yourself the question, how do feminists deal with the deletion of women that Mm. is being brought about by the trans community who are pushing for, you know, using the same bathrooms, using the same locker rooms, uh, participating in the same sports as women, uh, taking women's scholarships, taking women's places, taking women's prizes, taking women's medals, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, the list just goes on and on and on. And, you know, in that whole debate, one of the questions that sort of, you know, has to be asked, and it has to be asked because of this reason, what we're being told is that it's not unfair for a trans person to compete in women's sports because they take hormone replacement therapy, which slows them down to a woman's speed. Mm -hmm. Now, if that was actually the truth, then why would you not have trans women progressing up into men's sports. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
It's kind of very, very obvious. But anyway, mm. uh, so the Church of Sweden has just come out um, in their um, headlong rush into woke oblivion and declared itself as trans. The church. The entire church. Okay. When you say Church of Sweden, is that which denomination is that? Lutheran. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So if you go yeah, back yeah, to the yeah, history yeah. of the uh, of the Great Reformation of the 16th century, Sweden was one of those countries. The the Nordic countries really embraced Protestantism. Protestantism. Mm. Like they just you know wholeheartedly embraced Protestantism and have a fantastic history of standing up in defence of. Uh, Protestantism. You've got you know great generals and kings like Gustavus Adolphus and so forth, who we often don't hear about so much when we learn British history, but were great champions of Protestantism. Mm. And now you kind of see this, and you kind of scratch your head and think, whatever happened to Protestantism? I mean, Martin Luther would turn in his grave. Uh, but they published a statement in which they condemned. Biblical evangelicals who take a biblical view of what a man and a woman is, along with feminists. Okay. They're condemning They're condemning feminists in the strongest possible language. In favour of Because feminists are starting to stand up and say, look, we have fought for women's rights, Mm -hmm. and now our women's rights are being taken away from us. We fought for women's sports. And now that's being taken away from us. You know, women weren't competing in the Olympics until like, you know, decades after the Olympics began. Mm. Uh, For example, now that's being taken away. Um, Women's safe places, you know, women's refuges, women's locker rooms, women's toilets, all of these kind of things. You know, they fought for a long time to have those safe places because, you know, back in the day there just used to be toilets Mm. and you just went wherever and it became... Well, it was very unsafe for yeah, know, a very, yeah, very yeah, long yeah, time. Yeah. And now those are all being taken away. And so they have started to push back. And so when the Church of Sweden came out and declared the entire church is being trans, uh, they had to condemn feminists along with that. Mm. And so they've invented this new term. I'm not sure whether they invented the term or not, but it's called TERFs. Trans excluding feminists. Yes. Wow. Okay. Uh, tra- trans, uh, sorry. Uh, uh, yeah, trans excluding radical feminists. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, yeah. So there's a there's a there's a new term for you right there, and you know feminists have fought for over a hundred years to elevate and promote womanhood. Mm. And to be honest, while I think feminism goes too far, most of what they stand for, I support. Yeah, hundred mm. percent. The Bible supports it. Mm-hmm. I mean, you look at the biblical model of womanhood in the Bible, and you could aspire to just about any position in society. You could you could aspire to be head of state. You could aspire to be a judge mm. and lawyer. You could be you could aspire to be a general and a military commander. Uh, you could aspire to be a businesswoman. You know, they look at the the woman of Proverbs thirty one, uh, who is the famous you know perfect wife, and she is a businesswoman. Yeah, wow. You could aspire to, you know, the, the list. Women could own land. Women, women were educated. They could read and write. These are things that just didn't exist outside of, you know, the people of God. Mm. And so, you know, most of what they stood for over the last hundred years, I fully support. I do believe that they're taking things too far these days, but um, we need to. I support, you know, equality of opportunity. Yeah, hundred percent. 
Mm. Not a quality of outcome, but a quality of opportunity. Those are those are two two different things. And of course, in that fight, the feminists have been fighting for the distinction of the sexes mm. and the elevation of womanhood. And now, uh, womanhood is being deleted by you know modern radical gender ideological wokists. Yeah, wow. Well. And so you have this: the the radical trans are now at war with the radical feminists. It, it's really interesting, hey. And, and the centre of that battle is the Church of Sweden. Yeah, which how is, okay, that's earth, pretty wild. That's pretty wild. How on <laughs> earth did our world ever get there? It's You know what's so crazy is that they're battling to be ultimately to be celebrated because this is the point that all of these, like, um, marginalised groups make is that, oh, we need to celebrate us, you know, instead of, like, because we face depression, we need to be celebrated. But now you're seeing exactly, like, the celebration of one group contradicts the cel- of one woke group. I love what you said, like of one really woke, really cutting edge progressive group is coming at the cost of the celebration of another really woke, really cutting edge progressive group. And so, yeah, isn't it interesting? With a church in the middle of it. Yeah. What on earth were they thinking? Why did they put themselves in the middle of and, that? And it's so interesting that, like, as they've they've claimed to always be standing up to traditionalism, right? Like, traditionalism has been the issue. It's been the thing holding us down. And it's like, oh, well, actually, it seems like you're just a conflict and at war with everyone, not just traditionalism. Not that there isn't problems with elements of traditionalism or, or whatever it may be or different you know, problem, oh, different opinions that people hold and, and whatever. Like, you know, we're, we're not, like... We're not radically traditionalist guys here at Faith FM. Like we're pretty, we're pretty, just regular dudes. We are. We're we're very Australian. Um, but yeah, this is oh, it's wild. Okay, it's I'm wild. gonna I'm gonna finish off with some really good news because okay, that, okay, that, for that sure, story for sure, was just for sure, like wow. <laughs> anyway, um, so David Platt, Pastor David Platt, uh, Pastor Francis Chan in the United States. Don't know what denomination they are, but they're starting this really great challenge. I think it's a fantastic challenge and one that we can all uh, join in on. It's a 33 day prayer challenge to mm. pray for the one-third of the world that has no access to a Bible, mm. has no access to a church, and is unlikely during their lifetime to bump into another Christian. Mm. That's a third of the world. Yeah, wow. And we often don't think about that third of the world. And so this is going to begin uh, this coming Sunday uh, at one eleven p.m. So one one one. Very easy to remember, mm-hmm. uh, starting in the US. It'll be starting uh, at, as that time zone crosses uh, the various US states as a, or various US time zones, uh, as a Facebook online event and will last for 33 days. So that's 111 for 33 days. And so we encourage to use uh, hashtag a third of us or hashtag 111. Um, to remind ourselves to stop and pray every day for the 3.2 billion people who are gospel destitute, who have no access to the gospel, uh, and the number of believers within their community uh, indicates that it will be unlikely they ever bump into another believer. You're listening to The Breakfast Show Podcast on Faith FM, positively different. Good health, anyway. Uh, joining us on the phone this morning is Camilla Scaff. She is our resident uh, expert on health, uh, health director for yeah the North New South Wales region of our church, and uh, also really a great foodie. Uh, Camilla loves to create amazing dishes. Camilla, welcome to the show. 
Hello. Good morning. How are you, team? Yeah, good we're to be really, back. It's good to have you back again, Camilla. What are we talking about this morning? Okay, so as you talked about new dishes and nutrition and good nutrition, I thought I would be sharing today about seven different kinds of foods or I would say whole foods that are good for people that have headaches. Because I've come about a lot of friends lately that are finding just I've got a headache and you can't really function when you've got a headache. If you're, you know, someone this morning who's driving to work or listening this and feel any kind of pain, I think these are for you. And we're going to be talking quickly about seven different foods that can help with your headache pain. Okay, this is going to be fantastic. Uh, I think that probably all of us are either affected by headaches ourselves or have somebody very close to us who is affected by headaches. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, but my understanding is that migraines uh, affect women more than men. Is that correct? Well, yes, generally, yes. And a lot of times, um, especially women, if you're having a, a poor sleep, that usually affects them more because of the hormones. So just a, a side note, if you're a woman, you really want to get to sleep before 12 a.m. because from 9 a.m. to 12 a.m. is when you get your hormones, your sleeping hormones working. And by 2 a.m., all of your other hormones, like your hormone machine is in full speed. So if you're not sleeping on a deep sleep by 2 a.m., you're going to have hormone imbalance problems and you're also going to experience headaches. So it's really important for women to go to sleep early, but also for men. And today we're going to be talking about, for example, uh, foods that are good for women and men. But like I said, a lot of times women can take even more advantage of it because of their home hormone balances. Yeah, that sounds like a fantastic idea, getting to bed at 9 o'clock at night. One of those things that when you do breakfast radio is pretty much a requirement. Um, That's but, it. <laughs> So I have a question for you, Lyle. You know I always want to challenge you first. Do you want to guess what would be these seven foods? And by the way, at the end, I do have a bonus. So I have a trick of how can you get rid of a, a light headache right away. Ooh, a guess on seven foods. Let me start with uh, some food groups maybe. Uh, I guess uh, let, me think, let me think. Okay, does water count as a food? Um, no, but yes, water is one of them, but we're going to talk about food. But okay. you're right. You, you, I mean, pretty, you're very clever. Water is very important. So first of all, you want to make sure you're having the minimum intake of water per day. But now we're going to go for the food. Food. So uh, any whole food, think of a whole food, not a dish. Uh, like I'm, think I'm of, thinking, I'll, yep. I'll give you a tip. Something in high in antioxidants. Oh, high in antioxidants. I believe. And can I start with grapes? Grapes high in antioxidants? Yes, you can. As a matter of fact, we can have any kind of the dark red fruits. They're really high in antioxidants. And then one of the seven foods that I was going to talk about. There so you go. You, oh, ding, 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 oh, oh, oh. <laughs> dark yes. red group, dark red fruits. So things like uh, small fruits like berries, like mulberries, blackberries. All kinds of all kinds of berries. There you go. You already got one kind of them, so you're probably less likely to have headaches. 
Okay, so berries are my favourite food, so yeah, I never get headaches. Now I just understand. Now I found out why I never get headaches. Berries are my favourite food on That's the planet. Uh, the, the fruit of the tree of life in in heaven is going to be uh, there's going to be raspberries, blackberries, boysenberries, loganberries, uh, gooseberries, strawberries, uh, youngberries. <laughs> um, I probably could keep going here, but I probably. I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a multicolor food because you know when only when they talk about whole food, plant-based foods, in all of these color things really work. And I can come one day and talk about each color of how each color has got its own role as far as nutrition and and helping us with our health. But Lyle, let's go talk about our next kind of food. And I talk about it recently here. It's from a family of legumes. So what do you think it's uh, a food that are also very important, and especially because it's really rich in the complex B vitamins? Okay, so I'm going to go with the most famous of the legumes, which would be soybeans? Yes, well, especially beans, any kind of beans. Any mostly. kind of beans. Uh, you, you are really good. I feel like you've got a, a, a cheat sheet there, but I didn't give you one, so I, 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 I know I want to clap to you right now. You're probably going to deserve to get a prize at the end. <laughs> so maybe <laughs> this will be the first time I've ever a prize on Faith FM. That's it. How about we extend this uh, challenge to anyone who's listening? So, as anyone that calls after the show to share one of these seven, I mean, one of these. Uh, five now because we already shared two. Um, we'll 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 win a cookbook from uh, our health department. So and we'll give them. Yeah, they can share any of these. Mm-hmm. But now we're going to be talking about another one. So you did mention um, the legume, feijão, or which actually the beans. It could be any kind of beans. But now I want you to talk to me about grain. Let's pick a grain. Which grain can help people with headaches? It's actually a very famous grain um, because it, it's the only grain that's got all of the essential amino acids into one grain. That would have, surely, surely that would have to be. And, and our world is kind of divided by grain. Uh, you've got kind of got the grain line that, that, that runs through the middle of the world and it divides it between wheat and rice as far as my um, observation goes. That's just my personal theory that there's probably nothing true to that at all. But I'm going to run with rice on this one. <laughs> Well, it is, I would say, you could eat it as rice, but it's not rice, Lyle. Oh, you didn't get that one right. I lost my But prize. I think that probably someone out there listening to us will know the answer, and I can't wait for them to call to get a free cookbook. However, I'm going to share it right now. It is considered a grain, but it's also sometimes considered a seed. And I'll tell you what it is. It's quinoa. Now, that's a very trendy food. So quinoa, okay, all right, there you go. Uh, so this is a, a grain lot of or a seed that I, I'd never heard of until maybe 10 years ago, maybe 15 years ago at the most. Somebody came along with this new grain and was like, where does this come from? Look, we can talk in the next talk. We can concentrate a little bit more about on grains because there are trends out there of people stopping to eat grains because they think that they're not good for them. But it actually be very opposite. Grains are very rich in fiber and especially quinoa. And they've got all of the essential amino acids. It's amazing for your health and helps to get rid of your headaches. 
So quinoa is great and it's so simple to cook. If you go to Aldi or any other supermarkets out there, you can buy uh, quinoa and you cook with just water and a bit of salt and you're ready to eat. And you can even cook with water only and not with salt and eat with sweets like with fresh fruits in the morning and yogurt. So where does quinoa come from? What part of the world does quinoa originate from? Because when we think, oh, when we think, to- when we think wheat, we think uh, Europe. When we think rice, we think Asia. Where's quinoa come from? Okay, um, people think that it's an ancient grain that comes from South America. That's where I'm from. But if you want to know a bit more about quinoa, you're going to have to come and listen to the next show because we are going to be talking more about it. There you go. Okay. Okay, let's go to the next one. Now we've got just a few more to go. Let's talk a bit about some, actually something that is really good now for the winter, and you can use in food, but you can also make tea with it. Uh, so I'm talking about a combination, and that's actually an excellent tea to have in the winter time. What would you say it is? Okay, so it's a root. It's a root. See, see, I was thinking you might go to roots next. And mm. so this is the theory that I worked off. When you went to fruit, you went for dark red. So mm-hmm. as far as roots go, I'm going to go with maybe um, beetroot. Mm, not quite yet. Ah, um, we do I have one wrong. I know, I know you went to the red thing and you used that as a lead for you, but not yet. So we okay. do have here on my list just a few more things, and two of them are roots. Now, one of them is a smaller root and is actually a powerful anti-inflammatory and anti-histamine. So it's really good for allergies. And if you're having a little cold and you have a tea with that, it's really good. I've given a lot of uh, <laughs> tips now. And I think all your listeners already know what it is. Do you want to guess again? No, a I'm smaller lost. Smaller root. Uh, it's quite spicy if you put a lot of it in a dish. It's got a really powerful taste. Oh, radish. Almost. And it's used in a lot of the Asian dishes to spice it up. And some Indian too, Indian dishes, yeah. So I would say all over Asia is very much used. Okay, does anybody on your show want to guess? Okay, just text us in right now. You've got to help me out, guys. I'm losing at this one. Um, I'm losing my prize, so please, please, send us, send us some answers. I was doing so okay. well. I need all I'm of the foodies. All the foodies need to text in right now. That's right. I'm going to give a clue, and it's the cousin of this root vegetable is turmeric. That's the cousin, the turmeric. So... You can use that one for cooking, for tea, for really a lot of things. Okay, okay. Lawson, help us out here, Lawson. You got to. You, I'm, I'm floundering. I'm. I'm drowning. I think I'm, Lawson I'm would drowning. know. I, I, I'm not, my. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't okay, know so it's, it's a all right. root that's used all over Asia to spice food up, and it's a small root. It's a small root. Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, right, Do you right. say Indian yes. food? Yes. Yes, Indian food oh. is usually with the onion. You add it right in with the onion in the beginning when you're cooking to so get that I was flavor. Say kimchi, but then I'm like, that's that's is specifically it ginger? <laughs> is it? Yes, yes. Let's um, go, I producer. <laughs> it is ginger. I heard it. Yeah, you two, heard it. Two listeners have texted in ginger already. Oh, oh fantastic! Oh, oh wow. Okay, you got. They've, they've saved so my whoever texted. 
Oh, three, three people texted is going to get a, That's it. I, the first one that texted will get a cookbook, and the other ones will get a surprise as well. So ginger and together with cinnamon. So the combination of ginger and cinnamon are incredible good, incredibly good for headaches as well. As ginger is a powerful anti-inflammatory, so any ginger tea or if you want to include ginger ginger in your food at the moment because it's it's winter time and a lot of people are experiencing some headaches and colds. It's a really good tea and ingredient to have in your cooking ginger, and it's simple. You can have juices. You can just have in um, just in preparation on your food. Just include together with the onion. Just salt the onion a bit before you add anything else, and it will be sensational. It's a natural spice to have, and it just, you know, it gives the complexity of flavor to your food. So fancy. Now, we just have two more to go. Okay, we have to do this one real quick. Okay, one of them, it's going to be for my country, and I do have it here, and sometimes I have the ones here even better for my country. Maybe they can just import the best ones to Australia, and is the Brazil nut. The Brazil nut. It has a really nice quantity of selenium, and it's amazing for the organism. So that's a really good. It gives good uh, function uh, for your central nervous system. So I was just going to say Brazil nut is an excellent source of selenium, great for headaches as well. And lastly, that's something that is very easy, and I'm sure all of the Australians eat all the time and love it, but it's good to know that it's a great um, source of potassium and magnesium and other nutrients that are really, really important for your muscles. And it can also help with any kind of headache. Guess what? Ooh, something that- I'm talking about the famous... It's another root vegetable. Oh, no. Uh, dun, 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 dun. If it's famous and lots of Australians eat it, I'm going to go with potatoes. That's it. Potatoes. Yes. Any kind of potatoes. Uh, I'm reminding that all root vegetables are very full of complex fibers which is loved by your gut microbiota. So if you want to improve your gut health and your headache, you're, I mean, you want to get rid of your headache, just eat lots of potatoes, not all at once, but frequently. And those are my seven foods for today, and I hope everybody uh, really enjoyed it. Lastly, if you want to get rid of a bad headache, just dip your food into a hot water and then put something cold on the front head, like a little... Um, just uh, a little towel with like uh, ice water, and just dip your feet in there with the hot as uh, water as hot as possible for about twenty minutes. That will help all of your blood flow to come to your feet, and will lighten your head from that flow, and it's going to help with headaches. So remember, you're just dealing with the symptoms. You're going to find out what are the cause of the headache to help you to have and enjoy better health. Thank you. Camilla Scaffs, thank you so much for joining us here on Faith FM. We're going to move along. Thanks for being a part of the Faith FM family. Join our community on Facebook or get in touch at 1-800-FAITH-FM.